This video is one of three that I shot in the winter of 2022. Went up to Prospect High School in the northern suburbs of Chicagoland uh, to visit a coach, a young coach, uh, that has had a lot of success in his career so far. First at Johnsburg, taking them to a state title game, and then turning Prospect into a suburban power. Uh, he and an assistant, Tim Beischer, did three videos here that I think you're really going to like. Uh, these two by Dan DeBuff, just an incredible dive into planning in and out of season. So enjoy this. If you want to see the video or anything else we've produced, check us out at clinic.chiefpigskin.com. Dan above from Prospect High School, I'm going to be taking you through our practice planning scripting uh, during the season, kind of how we get our guys prepared, put our game plans in, how we practice it during the week, uh, and then what shows up on Friday nights. I've been lucky at Prospect since I've been here. Uh, we've been able to break our school record for points per game three different times. Uh, we've had some really talented players that have bought into our system, and I'm excited to share some of that stuff with you guys. All right, first, I'm just going to take you through what a normal week looks like for us. So this was our schedule uh, going into our first game uh, this past season, uh, this fall, so our week one. Um, Monday uh, and every day of the week, we always start with meetings. So when we come together as a program, we start as an entire team. Uh, during that time, I'll go through the schedule with the kids, what they need to wear each day, um, little reminders like, hey, looks like weather might be bad Wednesday. Make sure you have your tennis shoes, et cetera. So I'll, we'll have that brief team meeting. Uh, then since we have everybody together, we go into a, a brief special teams meeting where our special teams coordinator takes us through uh, what, what it's going to look like for that day and for the week. Uh, and then at that time, all of our scout players, as soon as we're done with our special teams meeting, all of our scout players, our JV players, go out to the field uh, with our JV coaches and they start practicing their scout cards. Uh, this has been a huge change for us. This was the first year that we've done this, but it's been great that the kids are going out and actually practicing um, those scout cards so that when we get out there, they're ready to go uh, and they know exactly what to do. Uh, during that time when they leave, that's when we go through our specific game plan meetings. On Mondays, what that looks like is I go through the actual game plan with them, give them the practice script for the week, uh, and go through all of those things. Uh, and then each meeting the rest of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're actually going through and watching practice film of little cut-ups, which I'll show you guys what that looks like. Uh, then we practice from 410 to 540. Uh, we're lucky here at Prospect where I have in-season for first semester. I have every senior and junior with me in zero hour. So we do all of our in-season lifting in class. Uh, the only hang-up with that is our sophomores have to take health. So I have them take health first semester, and then I get them with me in the off-season during second semester. Um, so how we set this up, which I think has been a great thing on my staff, every single coach on my staff has young, young kids. Um, to try to be mindful of everyone's time, we actually do a rotation for extra things like the sophomore lift, where maybe week one I'm doing Monday, and I'm not doing it again until maybe week four. Uh, so we have one coach in there with those sophomores lifting. Um, we try to do that uh, with all the little pieces of our program to make sure uh, we're being as efficient with our time as we can be. Uh, usually Mondays we're in shells, Tuesdays we're in shells, or Tuesday we'll go full, Wednesday shells, Thursday helmets only. Uh, and then game day Friday. Uh, we did mess around before they kind of changed the rules in the IHSA as we used to do our walkthrough on Wednesday, and then we'd have more of a physical practice on Thursday. I loved it, uh, but with the new rules in the IHSA, you can't have that thud tempo uh, the day before a game. So we went back to a standard 
uh, Thursday day walkthrough, which I'll show you guys uh, what that looks like for us. On Fridays, on game days, we're really lucky to have an awesome parent club here. Um, the kids do not leave school uh, after, after school gets out. We meet and have meetings right away where we'll go through team meetings, special teams meeting, OD meetings, uh, and then we have a pregame meal. So all the moms come in uh, and have a whole spread for us, and then all the kids get to sit and eat together. Um, we call them ready rooms. Uh, it's pretty unique to here where we'll have different rooms. You know, my personality is I'm, I'm a laid-back uh, guy who doesn't really like to be too intense in front of the game. Uh, and we have kids like that, that maybe some want to be really serious and some don't. So we have different rooms set up where if you're a serious guy, you can go in the serious room. If you're a jokey guy, you can go in the jokey room. And then we have coaches that are supervising that while we're also getting stuff ready to go for the game. Uh, what do our weekends look like? So varsity guys come in at 8 a.m. We watch about 30 minutes of film and then we do our penalty runs. We run a 100-yard dash for every penalty. Uh, and then for every personal foul, we do stadium steps. So we go through that. Uh, our JV plays at 9 a.m. And then really our coaches are in here starting to game plan by about 9.15. Uh, and we go till about 2 o'clock. Uh, we do not meet as a staff on Sundays. Okay, when I'm getting our kids ready for a game, all right, uh, I'm going to show you exactly the forms that I give our kids. Um, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing groundbreaking. But I think it's really good information um, that we give the kids but also not so much that it's overwhelming them. The first thing we give them is, uh, you know, our defensive starters scouting report. Uh, we don't put the opposing players' names in there. Um, we went to that uh, about four years ago. We don't need to know their names. We just need to know their number, their height, their weight, what year they are in school. Uh, and big for us, being a tempo offense uh, that in a two-platoon program, we want to know how many opposing starters on their defense are going both ways. Uh, in 7A, you'd be surprised. There's some schools that are full two platoon like us, uh, but there's other programs that have four or five or six guys going both ways. When we see that, we circle that. Like that's something that we're going to attack. When we're playing that fast, we want to know who's going to be out on the field the, the whole time. We also put in uh, who, their, who their main subs are. Maybe there's an injury uh, the week before somebody came in, and we want to know who those players are as well. One thing I do that is a little bit unique is I will just highlight green or red, um, the players over here, like the DN, the nose, the DN. So I highlight in green who I think are their best players, and I highlight in red our players that we're going to try to take advantage of. I do think it's important that the kids know that uh, when we're talking through our game plan. All right, here's, ex here's an example of uh, another thing that we give. In, so the kids all get a packet on Mondays for, for all this stuff. So the first page of the packet is our starters and our subs. The second page of the packet is their base defense, um, how they're going to line up to our base formations. Um, I don't go through and put all of our formations. I don't go through and put like any maybe small intricacies that could happen. I just want this first meeting to be the basics for the kids. Hey, this is their base defense. This is how they're going to line up against our base formations. Um, during this time, I always review, all right, for example, this was against um, St. Rita here. Uh, I go through what the coverage is and where the soft spots are, whether it's in the box or whether it's in the secondary. Um, I think a lot of times as, as coaches, we take for granted what our kids actually do know. Um, so I want to go through, hey, they're a cover two team. These are the spots of the field that we like to attack in general versus cover two, in general versus cover three. All right, it's a 4-2 box. These are the plays we like against this specific look. These are the soft spots. So don't take anything for granted. Like, I really like to to dumb it down 
or, or make it really basic for the kids to make sure that they understand everything that we're doing. All right, the next piece that we give them is the actual install for the specific week. So um, I'll make these templates and then I'll draw up every little ad that we're putting in for this specific game. Um, I, we'll lay it out like this. We'll always have our screen ads, our play action ads, our passing ads, and then our trick ad. Usually we go into a game with one or two tricks. Uh, what our kids know about our game plans, which I think is exciting, is if we practice a play, no matter how goofy or crazy the trick play may be, if we spend time practicing it, our kids know we're going to run it. We're going to run it in the game. I'm not wasting all that practice time on doing things if we're not going to do it in the game. Um, so that's turned into a really fun thing. We, we've run some crazy plays at Prospect over the last five years. Um, for example, we threw a tackle throwback screen this year that ended up getting called back, unfortunately, but for a touchdown. The kids couldn't believe that I was actually going to call it. Uh, we get in the game, we call it, we score. Unfortunately, gets called back, but the kids know, hey, we, we practice it, we're going to stink and run it. Um, I always give the kids our keys to the game. A lot of times, these keys are the same week by week. All right, Number one, we always talk about being penalty-free. Um, we're always talking about how to be a disciplined football program. Obviously, things happen. You're going to get a holding call here. Or something's going to happen there. Um, our goal is always to try to play as penalty-free as possible. Um, number two, we always talk about possession obsession. We are going to protect the ball. Ball security is number one. It is a huge focus that we talk about every day. And then a big focus for us this year was we were talking about day-to-day -day improvement. All right, what does that look like, not just at practice, but on the other aspects of your life? Maybe it's the film room, the weight room. And our big word this year was response. How do you respond when adversity strikes? Um, and that was big for our offense this year where they were used to, you know, we averaged 44 points a game. They were used to every time we get the ball, we score in two plays. Well, what happens if you come out and you have to punt? Holy cow, like what's your response going to be uh, when things don't go exactly uh, how you want them to go? So, so far, this is what we gave the kids, our defensive starters, what their base looks are, uh, the actual install plays drawn up for them. And then I give them this. Now, this is something that we just started a couple years ago. This is what our script looks like for practice. So you can see I have my seven-on-seven seven script, my inside run script, my team script, my RPO script, screen script, goal line script, goal line pass script. Everything is scripted. Uh, and we give this to the kids in this scout packet so that they can go, like we get through the Monday practice on Tuesday, Monday night, they can be going through and saying, okay, um, for practice tomorrow, this is the script. This script stays the same uh, for that specific week. What's great about that is it, it really helps us with our scout cards. So we'll have everything scripted uh, when we're going against our scout team. They, they have the play drawn up for them, uh, and it really gets efficient with we have a card given specific for each play. And then you can see on the script, like everything's numbered. Maybe our, maybe our scout coach who's running the scout team goes, oh, shoot, what card were we on? All I have to do is tell him, hey, we're on card seven. Uh, and he goes right to play seven, and then boom, we're good to go. He knows exactly what the formation's going to be. This really speeds up our practice tempo to be able to get it. And this is important for when you're a tempo offense. There's nothing more frustrating than, man, we're rolling, we're going really fast to practice, but the scout team's not getting lined up in time. All right, so this way, by having the same script each day, those kids know exactly how they're going to line up to what formation. Uh, and what that looks like. When I'm setting up our practice scripts, all right, the first four or five plays on our team script is always going to be the opening script four or five plays. 
So we start our team segments with that script every time. So by the time we get to the game, our opening four or five plays that we're going to run at the beginning of the game, our kids have ran nine, ten times each already. So they feel really confident with those plays. Uh, it's really big to start fast. One change we made in the past that I think uh, was a big learning curve for me is when I'm doing the script, I always like, oh, we're adding this because we really like this against this defense. I think I used to make the mistake of putting those ads in our opening script. Um, I think that's setting yourself up for failure. If you're doing something new that you haven't practiced since June, maybe don't run that the first play of the game. Maybe let the kids get comfortable, settled in before you start running uh, those ads or those wrinkles for the week. Uh, when I'm talking about our specific game plan, we'll go into each game with a minimum of three screens, uh, a minimum of one trick, and then all of our base stuff with ever, whatever little wrinkle we're adding uh, for that given week. Another thing we always give the kids is cut-ups of our opponent, all right? So we have two different versions of this is, of, that we'll give out. For the skill position players, um, I'll show you it looks like this. It'll say, oh, skill with our opponent cut-ups. Um, it's not crazy amounts of plays. It's usually 10 to 15 plays of their defense versus our like formations, depending on what opponents they played already. And what I'll do on this is similar to our practice notes, as I'll go through and just give them little tips and little things of why we're doing what we're doing. Um, for this specific game, we found a tendency to where the alignment gave away the specific coverage or blitz, uh, and, and we're able to tie that in with what everything we did that week and ended up working out really well for us. So then the kids actually get this on Sunday night. So before um, they even come in to have this install meeting, they've already seen all these cutups and clips. Uh, which is a good deal. And you go through, you can see it has all the different formations that match most likely to us. Um, we'll also go through and give, all right, this guy's responsible for this. We'll go through every specific thing that we're going to try to take advantage of so that our kids can see it in live time versus a different opponent. Um, so you can go through and see another nice piece about having these cutups is you can go through different scenarios in the specific game. So I'll give you an example here. This was at uh, the end of a half uh, where it's fourth and 28 versus a different opponent. We can see what they're going to be like in a prevent type situation. I want our kids to be able to see that. Hey, if we get caught in a situation where it's fourth and long at the end of the half, this is what we're going to run. All right. And then I go through and draw up that specific play that I'm going to do. For example, this scenario down distance, look at the play that is drawn up we call digger. All right, we have three blockers versus three defenders. We're in a great spot here. If we get caught in this situation in the game, they already know what we're going to call. So I like to talk them through all of these different, uh, different situations. It's nice to be able to go through and try to make sure you break down your cut-ups for your kids by not giving them too much. We'll try to go, all right, formation-based, goal line based and scenario based. Maybe we're backed up. They like to go cover zero in this situation. This is what we're going to call. Um, again, I don't think you can go through and go, all right, here's 50 cutups for you guys to look at and memorize and see. You got to keep it really simple for the kids so that they don't get overwhelmed with too much information. You want to be very simple with it. All right. The other part of the cutups that we'll always give the kids is the blitz package cutups. All right. So we'll go through and pick hey, these are their five or six favorite blitzes. Um, so we'll get all of those cut-ups put together and give that to the kids as well. So they can go through and see, all right, these are the blitzes that they run. 
watch them, watch them, watch them. And then when we do blitz period at practice, they know exactly, okay, this is that one. This is how they tip off. Uh, in this specific game, we knew uh, by a specific look what, what blitz was going to be coming, which ended up being a huge thing for us uh, in that game where our kids were able to have a ton of success. Okay, the next piece I'm going to show you is how I break down my offensive call sheet for game days. All right, this is a look. Um, I took the week number off, uh, but this was a specific call sheet for one of our games this year. Uh, we always try to script four or five opening script plays. Uh, we have a lot of fun with this. When we set up our opening script, um, I pick play one. Our offensive line coach picks play two. Our receivers coach picks play three. Our running backs coach picks play four. And I get to pick play five again, which, which is nice. So usually it's four or five plays. Um, I don't like scripting any more than that, uh, depending on how the flow of the game is going or different things that are happening. So we always script four to five plays. And then you can see on my call sheet here, I have a blank second half opening script. We went to this about four years ago. Uh, as we make our adjustments at halftime, I really like to be able to tell our kids, hey, this is the second half opening script. These are the five plays we're going to start with, and then we'll go through it with them on the whiteboard to make sure they understand exactly what's happening. It's, had, it's, able, it's allowed us to have a lot of success coming out of halftime so the kids know exactly what to expect. Um, how I break down the rest of the call sheet, which I also give the kids the call sheet um, the week before. So they have this. The quarterbacks can go through it and see what I like on different types of scenarios. Uh, when you go down through the call sheet, we have our run portion of the call sheet here. We have our base pass game seven on seven script there. We have uh, a tab that is the weekly ads. So anything that we added for that specific week, I have in its own little column. We have our RPOs. We have our screen script, our trick script. And then I put this down. I, for each coverage and, and what specific plays in our offense we like versus that coverage. So it's like a quick little cheat sheet. If somebody maybe flips what they're doing and changes everything and you need to go to something quickly, you have that right there for you. We have our end game calls, uh, end game plays that we run, like maybe in a two minute type situation. Uh, we have our little chart here, when to go for two or when to kick the PAT. It's always nice to have that chart with you. You would think you would never use it, uh, but then when you're actually in a game and you're trying to do math in the heat of the moment, it's nice to have that chart right there with you. Then we have our red zone run, red zone pass, our action pass. Um, this is a, a portion that I think is really important that gets overlooked a lot is our backed up. Uh, when you're on your own five-yard line and in, when you're backed up against the goal line, what are some plays that you like to run? in that situation and I think you have to practice that with your kids. One of our competitive segments in practices is I'll put our offense on our own one yard line and we got three plays to get a first down. Our defense is trying to stop us uh, and we go full go at each other during those segments so that when you're putting that situation in the game you don't feel like your back is up against the wall. Hey these are the plays we're going to run let's do it. Uh, then we have break it down by third and short, third and medium, third and long. Um, I always have our two-point play picked out so uh, number one says Dark Knight. We are a swinging gate team. Uh, we love our swinging gate, so that's always going to be option one. But then we'll always have two, three, four, even a fifth play, depending on the situation. Um, we did play in an overtime game this year where you're going to want these plays ready to go. Uh, when you're talking about practice essentials, uh, two things that are really important for us is having our segment timer. Uh, we take that with us wherever we go. We always practice with a segment timer. Um, I know a lot of people like to just use their stadium clock. Why I don't like that is, hey, maybe you have a soccer game in the stadium on Tuesday and you got to go to the grass field and now you're trying to keep the practice time with a, a stopwatch. 
that's not going to be an option for us. We always take uh, our segment timer with us. That's why I got the one with the trailer like you see here. Um, and then also when we're talking about install, we're talking about communication. We bring our headsets out to practice each day so that all of our coaches can practice giving those signals. Kind of a side topic here. Obviously, this is an expensive segment timer. Uh, wireless headsets are expensive. One thing I think we do a really good job here at Prospect is getting creative and finding different ways to make more money for our program. Um, one thing that we went to, um, even at my previous school at Johnsburg, we make our own fundraising cards. Instead of having an outside company do it for us, I do it myself. Uh, and the difference in amount of money you can make is, is pretty significant. For example, um, the year before I came to Prospect, they made uh, roughly 20K on their fundraising cards. This past season, we made 50K. Um, so that's you know over 100% increase. Um, so if you have questions on that, I'd love to help you out with that as well. All right, I'll take you through what a normal in-season practice week looks like for us. Um, uh, the Monday practice, okay, you can see here we have our pre-practice. That's a, a little built-in time for special teams to get work in. Um, our special teams coordinator will communicate in our team meeting that day of, hey, we're having place kickers, snappers, and holders work. Everyone else has added any time during that time. So our quarterbacks are doing their pre-practice drills. Our receivers are on jugs machine. Our defensive coordinator is taking, taking uh, our linebackers and DBs through a tackling circuit. Uh, then that takes us into our dynamic warm-up time. Uh, and then on Mondays, we always have think time. This is the time where we're actually going to slow things down and walk through our install for the week. Uh, it's the only time, and, and our coaches make fun of me all the time, like I get itchy when we're standing around just talking. Like I'm a go, 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 go. I hate having to slow things down, stop, and talk through things. So that's something that I'm working on getting better at. So we go through that sync, think segment. Uh, then we go to inside run, our ball security stations, uh, special team segment for seven and 12. In season, we always do two special team segments, uh, two seven on sevens and two teams. One thing you can see on the, on the side here, uh, we have two different things labeled on the bottom. You can see good on good versus scout, good on good versus scout. Uh, we try to keep a, a pretty close to 50-50 split uh, when we talk about how we set up our practices where we are getting that good on good ones on ones time in practice, but then also going against scout to see, uh, to make sure we're prepared for the actual look that we're gonna see that week. So this is a standard Monday. Um, we do go shells on Monday. I think that that helps our intensity and our focus at practice on a Monday. Uh, so we'll go shells and and get after a little bit. Tuesday is our most physical day. Uh, we go full pads on Tuesday. Again, we go start with our pre-practice drill, our dynamic, and then we always do goal line on Tuesdays. Uh, goal line, we go good on good. We go on the one-yard line, then we'll move to the five-yard line, and then anywhere in between that red zone, depending on what specifically we're working on that week. Uh, but this gets this is like our most physical segment of the week. Uh, that's why we do it on Tuesdays and when we're in full pads. Uh, our now screen period, okay, basically if you've seen us play or you've been to one of our games or know anything about what we do, now screens uh, is a huge part of what we do. So this is something uh, that we do at least once a week during the season, if not more. Um, how that drill works real specifically is we'll start in the middle of the field uh, in a two-by-two two set. We'll throw a now screen to number one, number two, number two, number one. And then the next time through, we'll move to the right hash. So we're working on throwing that now screen off the right hash. Same thing, boom, boom, boom. And then the next time through, we go on the left hash. So we'll go through, and within eight minutes, 
we'll throw anywhere between 60 and 70 now screens, so we're getting tons of reps. Uh, then we go to inside run, which we'll do every day during uh, a normal game week special. Uh, goal line seven on seven. One thing that we do that I like with the goal line seven on seven is I always do set up our pylons uh, to make sure the kids are working towards their specific landmarks. Um, you would think that a kid even knows what a pylon is, uh, but you can't take that for granted. So we talk through what that is, when the back pylons are landmark versus when the front pylon is our landmark. Uh, team pass is a segment that we've gone to instead of regular seven on seven, where we're kind of mirroring a QBA or blitz period uh, along with seven on seven, but we're going 11 on 11 and we're just working on our passing game. Uh, this has helped our quarterbacks a lot feel comfortable in the pocket, getting used to throwing with people around them. I think we get in the habit of if you go seven on seven, seven on seven, seven on seven, your kids aren't getting used to stepping up in the pocket, having that good pocket presence. So team pass is something that is a big part of what we do. Uh, then we go team, team, and our special. So that's our Tuesday practice. When you talk Wednesday, all right, our competitive segment is segment three. That's our money downs. Uh, we make our money on third down on offense and defense. So we'll go third and two for the first rep, third and medium for the second rep, and third and long for the third rep. So during that segment, we do go good on good. So ones versus ones, they get three reps. And then our JV will get to compete with each other and get three reps. Uh, then we go into our Indy. Again, you can see now routes are on here again because it's such an important uh, aspect of what we do. QBA, that's basically a blitz period for us. Uh, inside run special, uh, ball security stations special, team special. Now, obviously, these practice plans change on a week-to-week -week basis depending on what your opponent is going to be doing or what you need to work on specifically. As a staff, we go through and do these practice plans um, on Saturday the week before so all of our coaches know exactly what to expect each day of practice uh, and what to prepare for. Okay, our Thursday walkthrough practice. Everybody does it a little bit different. I just wanted to share with what we do. Um, we even shorten practice down even more on this day, so we go nine eight-minute segments. Um, so practice is really about an hour uh, on Thursdays. It's nice for us to get out there, get our work done uh, after meetings, and then get in for a team meal, and then get everybody out of here and get some rest for, for game day. Uh, when you talk about our walkthrough, what does that look like? Uh, Pre-practice, our dynamic or our stretch, uh, and then we go through all of our specials. So segment three will kick off for four minutes and then kick off return for four minutes. Then we go offensive team, goal line team, then we're back into specials, extra point field goal and field goal block. Then segment seven, punt and punt return, four minutes each. Segment eight is a segment that I've, I've actually really grown to love. I think it, it always comes in play at some point in the season. Well, we'll go through all of our tricks, all of our screens, and then we'll also go through end game scenario. So for offense, we'll go through our bomb, our Hail Mary, we'll go through our little trick at the end of a game, and then defense will go through their prevent. These are little things that sometimes you forget to do, and then you're in a game and you're telling the kids to back up on defense, they don't know where to go. So we practice all of those things. Uh, and then we go through our game script as segment nine. It takes roughly seven minutes to get through the whole thing, but it's more of that game day scenario, which I'll show you guys what that looks like. We'll go through a kickoff on air, then defense on air, then pump block on air, then offense on air, and we'll go through. Um, we'll even do a halftime in there where we'll just kind of shuffle over to where we would go for halftime and then come back just to practice all through that. All of those things, I think, go a long way on Friday nights. Uh, then we'll come out of halftime, KOR, offense with a score, 
extra point, onside recover, onside kick, victory D, victory O, and win. When we do the win, we go over, we practice, you know, singing our school fight song. We visualize all of those things as we're going through it. Um, with walkthrough practices, I can think back, like when I was in high school or maybe some other coaching staffs that I've been on, you're not going to be able to rebuild everything on a walkthrough day. Like you don't need to go through, you, you know, your big scenarios, like your two-point play, your, your hand seam, all of those things are really important. You have to cover those things. But I think the worst thing you can do to a kid the night before a game is be out on the field for three and a half hours and talk about, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? What are you going to do with this? By this point, you know, the saying, the hay is in the barn, your game plan is in, you can't, you're not going to be able to adjust or make new plays up on a Thursday. So we try to be very efficient with that Thursday. We want to get the kids in. We want to go eat. We want to get them out so that they can come in and feel confident uh, the next day. Our game day itinerary. So kind of to take you through what our game day looks like, uh, we have our team meeting at 315. Then we'll go our O&D meetings at 330. Uh, our meal and ready room starts at 345. We have our tape time listed. And then we talk them through, and I go through this with the team so they know exactly what to expect. Uh, one thing that we've gone to with our visualization, which I think has been a huge part of our success with the whole team, which is pretty cool, after we warm up, uh, we'll go through this visualization process where I'll have all of the kids lay down on their back, they all close their eyes, and we, and we walk through step-by-step step what the next three hours of the night is going to look like. So we talk about getting our pads on. We talk about walking to the field with the drum line. What does that look like, feel like, smell like? Who's the partner in front of you, behind you, next to you? Go. We take them through a visualization of the warm-up, what the warm-up's going to look like on the field. Um, envisioning what that perfect play looks like for you. Maybe it's a pass, a catch, a tackle, whatever it is. Who are you celebrating with? What does that look like, feel like, smell like? And we've also added in um, all right, something bad happens. You throw an interception, you fumble, something negative happens. Imagine taking a breath, resetting yourself. How does that response look like for you? Uh, after that, the kids get up, we get ready to go, uh, and then we walk to the field. When going back to talking about that specific game plan and how you're going to try to make those adjustments with how we practice throughout the, the practice week, our practices are short, fast. There's not a whole lot of time to be coaching on the field that's why we meet every single day um, I always at after practice kind of our what we do our formula is I come in I upload the practice film once we get everything cleaned up ready to go I go home take a couple hours to myself to, to digest the practice what happened kind of how the day went and then I'll go back through and watch the practice film and I'll pick anywhere between 7 to 15 clips of where I want the kids to really focus on making improvements for the next day um, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll put these clips, these cut-ups together, and I'll share them with the kids uh, that night so that they get to see it once on their own and then again in our meeting together so that that way we're getting all of those coaching points uh, in a very efficient, timely manner where maybe we don't have enough time on the practice field to slow it down and talk about it and go through it. But this way the kids are seeing my notes and thoughts uh, from the practice, and then I get to go through it with them. Uh, you can see these are just a couple of examples um, from a practice this past season. Talking about, okay, this week we are adding our stack formation. 
Good job with the stack add, easy way to get a different look from the D. We can run all of our normal stuff out of it. It doesn't always have to be a specific learning point. I think these notes can be a great way to build confidence with your kids and, and get them to think, all right, yeah, we are ready to play. We are ready to do these great things. All right, so these are just a couple examples of the different cut-ups that we do. Um, it is important that when you're going to do it like this, that you have your coaches on board to where you know they can take their specific position group and work on uh, the specific needs, especially when we're talking about offensive line versus the skill position players. Obviously, their focus is going to be very different than the skill position focus, so we almost always split those groups up. Hey, here's another look. You can see how motion can mess with the defense. Let's make the D work. This is a good rep. Make sure we aren't going upfield on our motions. So I think trying to be positive in all of these notes to build these kids up uh, can be a huge, a huge part of of the success that you have on Friday nights. Okay, so that was just a basic look of, of what our practice week looks like, what information we give the kids from our game plan. Uh, so hopefully you took a, a little bit of information from it that maybe you can incorporate in your own program. Uh, again, if you ever wanna talk, I think the best thing about high school football coaches is that we're there to help each other out. Uh, would love to sit and talk with you more about what we do. Um, I can be reached at my email, uh, daniel.thebuff at d214.org, or give me a call here at school. Uh, thanks for taking the time to watch. Uh, looking forward to meeting you guys later. Mm -hmm.